happy Easter, or happy Monday post-ascension, almost coming to the end of the time of the Easter season. My name is Jacob Hurleman, a seminar of the Diocese of Austin, um, currently at Our Lady Guadalupe Parish in Temple, Texas. And I'm giving a reflection today on the readings for today, May 25th, uh, Monday of the seventh week of Easter, Monday after the ascension. So in the gospel that we have today from John 16, we're more or less smack in the middle of Jesus um, giving his discourse on Holy Thursday. The interesting thing about the gospel of John is that he doesn't actually um, give an account of the Last Supper per se, but rather it's three, four, it's a l number of chapters of Jesus praying, speaking to the, to the disciples, instructing them. Because this, he knows that this is the last time that he's going to be able to spend with them on earth before he is crucified, died, and is risen. Which is why this time for him is so dear in his heart. And we can just imagine the Apostle John as he's laying there by Jesus' side listening. And then thinking back later as he's writing his gospel about every single word that Jesus said. Which gains even more importance after the passion and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So it's a almost an entertaining little exchange that the disciples have with Jesus. So Jesus got just got done speaking about the relationship of him to the Father. And then the disciples say, okay, now we got you. Now, as they say, now we know that you know all things and need none to question you. By this, we believe that you came from God. So this is in chapter 16 of John's Gospel. Jesus has been speaking more or less nonstop from chapter 13, which is when uh, the account of Holy Thursday begins. And for a bit of context, he dies, Jesus does, in chapter 19. So for the first, I don't know, three years of Jesus' ministry, for the first 15, 16 chapters of this particular gospel, the disciples presumably are just watching Jesus, soaking it in, kind of scratching their heads like, what? exactly is happening because they're seeing all of the signs that he's working they are listening to his teachings hearing his parables and finally in chapter 16 verse 30 they say okay now we know you came from god we got it and then jesus responds by saying jesus responds saying do you now believe like y'all's time is almost up so you know props to y'all for uh i don't know figuring out or finally kind of getting on board with this but you know some major stuff is about to happen a lot of things are about to go down he tells them what will happen during the passion that they will all leave that they will all be scattered leave him alone but then he reassures them saying that even there on the cross as he is lying in excruciating pain nailed to the wood that he is not alone even though all humans might abandon him. He is not alone because he and the father are so intimately one. Even as he cries out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He is rather hearkening back to Psalm 22, which ends, which ends with the glorification of the servant with the glorification of Israel, with the glorification of God, which is, of course, the entire point 
of Jesus going through his passion is to glorify God and to save the human race. And these words that he says, that Jesus says, I have said this to you, that in me you may have peace, in the world you have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. This tribulation that he speaks of, of course, is applicable directly to the apostles that are in that upper room, that he's speaking to them, that during the time of the Passion, yes, y'all will suffer. But he's speaking also to us as well, that as long as we remain in this world as disciples of Jesus Christ, things aren't going to be all hunky-dory for us all the time. I mean, we can see this right now. You know, sure, churches are opening back up, but there's still... I don't know, the best way I can put it is that we're, it still almost feels like we're in a time of Lent, even though we've spent the past, you know, month in the season of Easter, it still kind of feels like Lent. We're still suffering this tribulation. But Christ reminds us at the end of the gospel to not be downcast, not be afraid, because in him we find our peace. In him we find our peace. And this is at the very heart of the Christian message of the gospel, of the good news of Jesus Christ, that in him we have everlasting peace. No matter what's going on in our lives, no matter what emotions, no matter what situation we find ourselves in, our interpersonal relationships, in Jesus Christ, we always find that peace. And when we know that peace, then we know that he is present with us. Thank you for joining us for this reflection. Please know that the seminarians, deacons, and priests of the Diocese of Austin, we're all praying for y'all and y'all's families. And please feel free to share this podcast with anyone you think might benefit from it. May God bless all y'all.